depths of your favorite television streaming services. Venture two adventurers who aim to find the worst of Netflix. <laughs> They watch them, so you don't have to. Oh, hello there. Welcome <laughs> to this episode of The Worst of Netflix. We call it The Worst of Netflix, but here's the thing. We have branched out, and we're no longer mm. just The Worst of Netflix. We, we are The Worst of Streaming Services, but that doesn't... It's not the same, though, is it? flow, does it? Mm. No. Um... So uh, yeah, the worst of Netflix. That's where where I, Gaz, and um, my my lovely little buddy over there in London, mm. John. Yep. Say hello, John. Hello, John. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there yep. you go. That's what you're here for. Yeah. Um, that's what you get. We find the worst, uh, the worst television. Uh, no, sorry, not not television at all. Have you the got worst notes movie or... offerings. <laughs> <laughs> Eight pages of them. Yeah. Um, Eight pages. Oh, I hope the rest of them are better than this first page. Jesus. It just says, it just says, introduction (laughs) across the page. um, But this is where we watch terrible movies, essentially, and then talk about them afterwards. Mm. John, what's, what's been happening, mate? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, That's good. When you said we had to do a worse Netflix, I was like, oh, fuck off. Honestly, been Mm. having a slow week. Um, I was looking forward yep. to the weekend, and then suddenly it's like, right, Saturday night, <laughs> I'm having to watch a film that I continually forget the name of, and every time I try to search for it, <laughs> yeah. honestly, now, um, I'm immediately going to have a dig at the standard of Amazon Prime's search facility. It's dog it's shit. It's dismal. It's terrible. The, I, the user experience on Amazon Prime is really bad it's got some they've got some great stuff on there um some terrible stuff Mm. one of which we're going to talk about but but as as a as a platform it's terrible anyway carry on why is it so terrible i like i i I don't understand it's amazon it's such a mess yeah their shopping facility you know for anyone that's not heard amazon.com yeah sell books Mm -hmm. and that that very good. When I, when I'm searching mm. for shit on Netflix, I can find it quite quickly. Whereas on Amazon yeah. Prime, it takes me a while. And searching for the Whoa. word prehistoric, I mean Jesus, yeah. it takes so long to type out as well. Letter P activated. Yeah. Next letter. Like, come on. Are you sure? Are you sure you want P? <laughs> yes. Can you re-enter your password? No. What fucking hell? What's going on here? Yeah, so it's really. Then you accidentally annoying. put in O, and it's like, oh, for, let's start again. Yeah. Are you sure you want to start again? <laughs> Would you like to purchase this movie? No. Would you like to watch this movie Did you again? Mean Mrs. Doubtfire. I watched that yesterday. Why would I want to watch it again now? Um, yeah, so it's ridiculous. Your order is confirmed. <laughs> What's going on here? I've ordered a fridge. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, not not very good. Free shipping though, so. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we've we've gone. We've launched into Amazon Prime there, um, two-footed, uh, mm. early days as well. It's, it's good because <laughs> this is at the point in the match where you know you're not getting a red card. Um, the, 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 the movie that we had as homework to go and watch for this particular episode, 
voyage to the planet of prehistoric <laughs> women. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, um, it's as bad as it sounds. As, uh, <laughs> as, a, as a listener, uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity before you <clears throat> reveal it to guess which planet, and it is a planet in our solar system, which planet they've chosen to be the host of uh, prehistoric women. Mm. I think it was, but it is all. Think about it. Have a think. Give you some thinking music. Think, 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 think. (laughs) And now the answer. (laughs) Go on, what's the answer? Well, you know what they say. Yeah. What do they say? Men are from. Men are from Mars. Yeah. Before they say that bit, (laughs) they say women, and particularly prehistoric women, are from Venus. Fact. Um, So this is the 1968 classic sci-fi adventure uh which yeah is is, <laughs> it's called voyage to the planet of the prehistoric women mm. um but is a trip to venus i mean how do you how do you summarize this film how, how do you summarize this film it's um, uh i mean it's quite difficult to find i'm not going to have a go at amazon again but um there's a couple of different versions of this film leave it alone. i mean yeah. there's a film called Voyage to the prehistoric planet, and I was like, "Oh, is this it? Is it?" I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So wow. that was a bit weird. Um, I might surprise you a little bit, actually. So yeah. I know we're oh. not going to jump immediately into the synopsis and plot. Um, I was expecting this film. I mean, this is what late sixties, right? Sixty-seven, sixty-eight, sixty-eight. I was expecting this to be. Okay, it's not 70s, so it's not necessarily going to be like overly camp, but I was expecting some sort of like, hey, we're American explorers, and we've come across these women, and we will save them yeah. and make love to them. Um, didn't get any of that. So, Well, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a definite reason why you didn't get any of that, um, which I'll, I'll come to. Um, but there's a very technical reason why that can't happen. Mm. What I'll do first of all is I'll give you the um, I'll give you the little like IMDb synopsis. It's short, so don't you worry. <laughs> Astronauts landing on Venus encounter dangerous creatures and almost meet some sexy Venusian women who like to sunbathe in hip hugging skin tight pants and seashell brassieres <laughs> yeah now that cool it down one sexy sounding film yeah I know right am I right need to need to cool down for a sec um ended up being a massive spoiler that didn't it cause it's like you just know they're never <laughs> yeah. gonna encounter these women it's like oh, yeah I wonder why and I'm sure we'll find out but um yeah I mean look it does what it says on the tin that is what happens. I know, but what a bizarre point to make <laughs> that they almost meet some sexy Venusian women. Well, because they're nervous, aren't they? They want you to look, you know. There's there's women in this film. <laughs> they're American, man. They're American in the late 60s. That's, if you're not... I think that, those people, Americans in the late 60s and Americans in the mid-90s are the most confident set of people that have <laughs> ever existed on the planet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is true. I shouldn't be nervous about Venusians. Mm. Um, <laughs> right, 
I would give you a bit of a Rotten Tomato view on this, but um, <laughs> there aren't any reviews. It doesn't qualify. It doesn't qualify. Not enough reviews. In fact, it has zero from, <laughs> from critics. Uh, it does have some audience reviews, though, and, and it manages to get 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, it looks um, better than zero, right? So that's... It's best. You're, you are a lot better at maths than I gave yeah. you credit for. Well, there you go. Spot on. Yeah. Um, 20%, that's like 50% um, of the way there. Yeah? Hmm. What? Um, look, I'm going to give you a. I'm going to give you a couple of IMDb reviews. All right. Um, tradition here is that we we provide one review uh, that loved it and and one that hated it. Uh, that there wasn't <laughs> there wasn't a wide range of options here. Um, so I've gone for the shortest. Good. And uh, this is from Mardroff dash three two two nine nine. Yeah. Madroff says, very enjoyable, smiley face. Um, that's the title of the review. Well, <laughs> that was over. It in its entirety. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw this movie when I was 10 years old. Like the other reviewer, it was years before I found it in the bargain bin at Kmart. I saw a special yeah. behind-the-scenes feature about it. The floating hover car effect was very creative, Good, wasn't it? That's the review. <laughs> um, Is that it? So that was. <laughs> that's it. What score so did they, they saw give it? it? When they were ten. Uh, <clears throat> eight stars. Eight. Um, eight stars. Yeah. Good. Out of ten, I assume. It is out of ten. Do yeah. some maths for us. What does that make it on the blueberry system? Uh, that is a four. Very good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, four blueberry film. So there you go. That's uh, that's that. On the other end of the spectrum, we have Benson Mum Two. Um, <laughs> Benson Mum Two. Yeah. Right. Got locked out of their Why? first account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Benson's mum just needs to start writing passwords down. Mm. Um, <laughs> Benson Mum Two says. Unless you're a masochist, stay away from this one. Um, wow. They then start off with uh, a, a, a warning for some, for maybe a slightly angry review, slightly angrier than necessary review. Um, <laughs> Benson Mum 2 says, is it possible to rape a movie? Oh, God. That's how I would describe... Yeah, that's how I would describe Roger Corman and company's treatment of the Russian film Planeta Burr. Ah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to show off that they know the original. <laughs> movie, I think. Yeah, all right, Benson's mum. Uh, Jesus. Now, <laughs> um, here is something though that I do want to point out. They go on to say, taking footage from that film and adding some terrible sequences that he filmed, Peter Bogdanovich created one fine mess of a movie. Mm. Other than the nonsensical narration he recorded himself. Bogdanovich's creative contribution to the voyage of the planet of prehistoric women <clears throat> appears to have been the film he shot of Mami Van Doren and a half dozen other women lounging on the coast of California. Mm. Um, so, this is a really important point. Voyage to the Planet of Prehistoric Women was originally a Russian film and 
most of the stuff that happens in this film that we have watched, John, is actually a Russian film called Planeta Burr, and uh, it has had scenes of Venusian women <laughs> lounging around on a coast, a rocky coast, um, added to it. Mm. So that's why the characters would never have met the uh, Venusian women. It's because they weren't, they didn't, they've never met in real life. They, <laughs> they, were, two, they were two different films entirely mm. um, that have been mashed together. Uh, interesting that, isn't it? Yeah. I'm confused here. So, so what has Bogdanovich filmed? He's filmed um, some women in bikinis uh, lying around on a rocky coastline. So the first first part of the film, well, not the first part, but the guys, he's not filmed that bit. Nope. Everything with with men in it, everything with, with human, earthly men, that is a Russian film. So they're all dubbed? They're all dubbed. Turn. German. Kern, are you there? And, but what's mad is that they're dubbed terribly. Mm. Like, there are deliveries of lines, no. which I will come to soon, <clears throat> that they could have, that if, it, if it's dubbed, they, they could have done that as many times as they wanted and got it right. I, I'm not sure... I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it yet because I want to save it for our worst lines feature. Mm, yeah. Um, but what I will do is give everybody a sixty-second summary of the film. All right. Let me time you. <sighs> Let's queue um, up some music. Get me timed up, Stanak. Clock. The year is 1998, and Kern, Sherman, and Robot John are going on a mission to Venus. They crash land, which leaves the backup crew of Captain Lockhart, Hans, and our protagonist slash narrator Andre to leave for Venus on a rescue mission immediately. Andre wonders if they're still alive. They are. We keep seeing them fighting tiny jumping dinosaurs and collecting rocks with Robot John. Upon landing, Andre and the crew hear sounds like earthly singing. We see beautiful women who are responsible for the sound. Kern and Sherman are now dying from pierced spacesuits, maybe. Andre and the crew contact Robot John, who is able to save them by administering a tablet. Andre and crew are attacked by a pterodactyl, which they kill. The Venusian women find the washed-up pterodactyl and are upset because it's their god, they swear, and pray to a pile of rocks to rain down fire on the invaders. A volcano erupts. Lava leaves the now-recovered Sherman and Kern trapped. They climb onto Robot John, who is carrying them across the lava, but then he gets too hot and tries to throw them off. Andre and crew arrive to rescue Kern and Sherman. Robot John falls into the lava. All the men escape in the rocket. The music women see them escaping and call upon the pterodactyl uh, to stop them. A, t- a storm happens. The men escape anyway. The women are angry and throw rocks at the pterodactyl statue and then claim the burnt husk of Robot John <laughs> as their new god. Yeah, good. I mean, that was definitely 66 seconds, but look, that's that's all good. That's all good. Yeah. Um, well, you know, 66 seconds in on Venus is 60 Earth seconds. So. There you go. Using your best lines again, aren't you? <laughs> Um, I'm chuckling to myself here because my phone has just uh, just popped up. Obviously, it's listening to me because it's it's Prime Video, <laughs> and it's gone. Check out your top picks on Prime Video. Well, I dread to think what these top picks are based on the last couple yeah. of films that I've watched. Um, and I tell you what annoys yeah. me: I've clicked it, and it's just taken me to the Prime Video homepage with zero top picks available. 
There you go. Garbage. Another example. We don't actually work for Netflix because <laughs> um, it sounds like <laughs> we are doing a lot of slandering of their of their rivals. Mm. Um, but Amazon, come on, you're better than this. <clears throat> you are better than this. It's a it's it's a weird film because, like I said, there are two different films that have been spliced together, um, and there's no actual crossover between them, mm. and you do get that sense. Are there any particular scenes or lines that stood out for you, J-Mac, either positively or negatively? Well, here's the uh, here's the positive thing. Mm. Um, this, uh, this didn't, like, kill me as much as, like, a Fred... Um, Cheryl said the same thing. We watched it together, and she was like, well, it wasn't as bad as that film with that boy. And I was like, yes. Um, so it wasn't as bad as, as Fred or that fucking shite sex tuplets. Those are films where I genuinely think they have they've left a mark on me, like working in yeah. the mines or something, just like that collection of black lung. I feel like if there's a film equivalent, like 20 years from now, I'll be at the doctors and they'll be like, yeah, too much of that, too much of that shite. Yeah. I if I think about this film, I mean I cracked up when Robot John popped up, and obviously I dropped you a message as soon as it happened. There was another being with them, Kern's invention, Robot John. Awaken, John. I hear you. Robot John, and they refer to him as so, Robot John every time. It's brilliant. They full name him every time. <laughs> every time, um, yeah. There's a line when uh, Robot John, Kern and Sherman, so the original crew, are landing. And... Uh, Boys. <laughs> and Kern goes, I'm turning over control, control over to, over Robot, to John. Robot John. <laughs> <laughs> and then John goes... Robot John, sorry, goes... Uh, Ed, Steve, I, I am, am going, going up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he say I'm going up? Like, is yeah. it, isn't there sort of more technical language that you use there? <laughs> a guy who isn't Robot John then goes, "Wow." wow. <laughs> well, we'll get onto the delivery of the lines. I mean, that, that is shocking. Um, it feels like like a read through, but like they've all said, <laughs> "Look, yeah. no one is allowed to act here. Just read the lines," because you know we you're not insured. So if you start acting now and something happens, we're fucked. So you just have to read the lines as <laughs> yeah. if you're a civilian. Yeah. Um, so there's no drama at all. Um, even in moments of great peril, it's like, oh, no. No, don't. Please. <laughs> like, come on. Um, the, uh, the, the lead up to Robot John, there's like yeah. a slow zoom into, uh, you know, I can't remember the character's name. Whoever yeah. Robot John's, you know, lead programmer is or, or whatever. And it's a slow zoom in on him. And he's just constantly saying, listen, Robot John. And he just says more and more stuff, <laughs> like as if he's booting Robot John up. And it's oh, quite menacing. Because he's staring, oh, like can. it's... You get the feeling that there's oh, there's something in this film. Where it's like, you know what, this could actually be quite good. And it sounds mental to say that. Um, and then obviously it goes over to Robot John and he's like, I, I hear, hear you. you. 
and I just cracked up. Yeah. I was like, it, it is going to be yeah. shit throughout this whole film. But the, but the thing I would say about about this is, okay, so that review talks about Bogdanovich's narration being all over the place. I think there's something there. I think there's something in um, a film about <laughs> some like horny astronaut <laughs> that is obsessed about like made up woman it's almost like he's just gone yeah. mental like he's obsessed about it um and i think i think the narration i think that's quite a good spin i, I, I quite like it Look, you're yeah you're you're doing the film some favors by putting that <laughs> spin on it um, if it was a story about madness and space madness, then yes. Well, it's kind of like like Event Horizon, you know. Okay, yeah. so the ship is manipulating everyone on. I'm not comparing the two. All I am <laughs> no, saying because it sounded is, a bit like you were. All That's... I'm saying is, <laughs> Event Horizon would not have existed without Voyage to the Planet of Prehistoric now, Women. That's all I'm saying. To what extent do you think 2001 was influenced by? <laughs> So here's the problem with the voiceover. Yeah, A, this guy has never never lays eyes on one of these women, but he's obsessed with these women. But the other, the bigger problem is that the, the voiceover, the narration, is like first-person perspective. So mm. it's from this character, Andre. But as an audience, we are we're like an omniscient audience. We see everything. Mm. We know everything. Yeah. And yet the voiceover keeps trying to create tension. So, like, for example, Andre's listening in on the original crew with Robot John as they land <laughs> in Venus. They crash land and they're like, oh, God, we've got to go and save them. Andre then, via voiceover, keeps going, I wondered if they were still alive. Was this just going to be a fool's errand? And then immediately we cut to see the Kearns and Sherman and Robot John fighting little jumping dinosaurs (laughs) on venus so we know that they're not dead Mm. then it cuts back to to andre going we were now on our way to venus i wondered whether we would find them alive or dead it's like no we know this so stop trying to build that tension (laughs) that doesn't work there is no tension here yeah but that's his captain's log isn't it but that's fine but then show us then don't show us kern and sherman Mm. don't show us that they're alive then there's tension then we don't know then, then the captain's log becomes a dramatic part of the story. Otherwise, it's just pointless. And that's why it's nonsensical, mm. I think, rather than it being nonsensical because he's lusting over some imagined woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's had to go across the galaxy to find, like, this perfect woman that just does not exist. It's quite sad, I think. Well, <laughs> it is sad. It is really sad. <laughs> For for our listeners, I will I will include some of the the sound that sort of drives Andre <laughs> crazy, which is this. That was the first time I heard her. A human being. Olive. What do you think, John? Is that going to tempt you? Is that going to coax you to the rocky shore? Uh, well, look again. It's um, well, no, because it's like an ominous wailing. I'd be legging it in the other direction, but um, <laughs> right. But, it's but not we, exactly. No, but we don't know the effect of it. Dua Lipa, is it? No. Or... <laughs> don't 
Ariana Grande. Yeah. Those, you know, those are what Billie Eilish. You know, there's one. The the other guys in this um uh, in this this troop of men, no one seems mm. to be affected by the calling as much as he is. Maybe he's hypnotized. Yeah. Maybe that is what it is. So look, it could be that. I I'll, I'm willing to give it a pass. I I think you're imparting a lot of your own ideas about <laughs> what this film should have been onto this film because <laughs> that stuff isn't even implied. But but I see, you know. Why not though? Like if you look, look, lady, look at his yeah. reaction at the end when he uses yeah. that rock to smash open the thing, and then suddenly it's like a picture of. I mean, it looks like an Egyptian. Mm. That's what it looked like. But then, obviously, it's that realization. He's like, "Look, see, there is a woman. I knew, I knew there was a woman here. Look, guys." And he goes mental, running up the thing, going, "Look, look, there's a woman in this rock. I knew it. I, I bloody told all of you." And the guy just drags him in the ship yeah. and kicks the ladder. That cracked me up. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he's obviously right, obsessed. Exactly. His reaction there is mental. Like, he doesn't care yeah. that they're in great peril and that their ship's about to, like, fall into the cracks of this planet, the planet which is clearly trying to kill them. Well, at least the women are. Um, Why does it have to have the women added in here? So this is the thing, right? This is the big point about this this movie, is that that is the addition. That's what the director has chosen to add, mm. are these th- this element where there's women. Couldn't it have been... He that, hates women, doesn't he? ...that these guys... Well, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about how the women are portrayed, because it's. I don't think it's particularly flattering. Um, but... Couldn't it have been that these astronauts want to come and discover life on Venus and there is Andre discovers things that hint at a an intelligent life existing on the planet mm. and he becomes obsessed with that. It doesn't have to be that there's like some kind of siren esque creature mm. that happens to be women with shell bikinis on. Like that mm. it's it is <laughs> not necessary and and i mean it's not necessary and it doesn't it doesn't even work very well like they it's quite empowering they just look silly what well you've got these badass women that can summon the power of volcanoes and earthquakes and stuff but but you could read it that way you could read it that you've got these fucking super powerful women there's no men in this society Uh, i don't know if there's a suggestion that this pterodactyl thing that they've been worshipping terror I don't know if they ever mm. refer to terror as male or female I can't, I can't recall yeah they say he's angry uh, okay and so there you go we have to take him to the holy place mm. um, it was bloody hilarious yeah. when they smashed that statue up wasn't it yeah so they, they get angry at terror for not not killing the invaders yeah. <laughs> smash up his statue yeah. um, terror's dead and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. What did you meant to do? Yeah, you found him dead. Um, you got to move on, man. <laughs> but that's the other but thing. That's the other thing. Worshiping robot John. <laughs> I really, really wanted uh, robot John to still be alive at that point, and then to actually instruct them to to blow up the ship as it was flying off. Because honestly, because they abandoned him, didn't they? I mean, we're we're skipping along here. You know, they abandoned Robot well, no, John. No, I mean, I, I mentioned that in my 60-second summary. We did, yeah. Um, to be fair, Robot John does turn <laughs> slightly 
homicidal. He well, that's gets just a bit classic. Hot and he's yeah. like, yeah. I must throw you into the lava. <laughs> no, but mate, why? Yeah. Well, that's classic riboism, where it's like, you know, they're always, uh, yeah. you know, like Metropolis or or Alien. Yeah. You know, it's it's always the androids or robots that are going mental and turning on humans. The reality is he was carrying two of them <laughs> wading through lava. And he basically said, look, I need to, we need to get rid of some weight here because I'm going to tip over and we're all dead. So, yeah. I mean, it looked like he was trying to cut one of their legs off because he's very, there's no emotion with Robot John. It's just, look, no. this is the number we need to be at. This is the number we're at now. If we don't get from this number to this number... I'm going to tip over, we're all dead. So let me just chop your legs off and we'll be fine. Oh, Again. And again, but again, the emotion. <laughs> you, you are turning this into a better film than it was. <laughs> that wasn't what was happening. That like, is what was you've happening. You've come up with that and it's, and it's great. <laughs> that's not... That that's is not what was happening. That watched, John. That was what was Robot happening. Robot John. That is not what was happening. Yeah. Um, Right. I mean, look, Robot John him. is a highlight of this film. Yes. Um, he is great. You're right. Mm. Um, but it, so just to exp- explain that scene a little more, because that is one of my favourite scenes. Mm. Um, it's so the the Venusian women have summoned uh, fire, prayed to a pile of rocks. Fire. Um, so that fire, 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 yeah. drown so them in fire. <laughs> Drown them. Drown, drown them. them. Fire. Drown them in fire. Fire. Drown fire. them. Fire. Dryer. Did someone say dryer? Fire. Dryer. No. <laughs> dryer. No, fire. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting mixed so up. So then, then this gigantic volcano erupts and uh, Kern, Kern and Sherman observing it and they're like, oh, wow, that's pretty spectacular. Mm. Let's go and collect some samples now. And so they're collecting samples, they leave it too late, they get trapped by a river of lava. And they're like, right, what do we do now? And they go, well, Robot John will have to get us across the lava. Unbelievable. So they sit, yeah. they sit on his shoulders. And honestly, the way that one of them... Crosses like, his legs. He crosses his <laughs> legs. He like leans back, crosses <laughs> his legs, folds his arms. Like, this is great peril this here. This isn't some sort of river pleasure cruise. Like... <laughs> down the amazon in your little ship it, this is <laughs> yeah i mean my first reaction to robot john absolutely cracked up and then that bit where he crossed yeah. his legs i was like are they just are they going out of their way because i mean the delivery of lines <laughs> is one thing that's obviously yeah. dubbed but fuck's sake like too relaxed yeah I just cross my legs he'll <laughs> carry I'm us to relaxed. safety yeah Look more nervous, please, Kern. There's another bit, um, and I reckon <laughs> yeah. you'd have cracked up about this because again, it's, it's yes, I did. Um, it's where, hilarious. Where Robot John uh, obviously has to save the life <laughs> yeah. of, uh, of uh, let's call him Sherman. So uh, he's getting voice commands from the other team who have established a link to Robot John. First, you will obey me and do precisely what I say. You will listen. Listen, John. Obey my every command. So they're they're lying in a cave. So this is before the lava. Uh, they're in worlds of trouble. You know, they're they're com- dying. Yeah, they're dying basically. Robot John's just standing there awkwardly, 
um, <laughs> just waiting for them to die, I assume. But um, yeah. Uh, so that he then gets some instructions, uh, gets a text message to his brain, um, and it's like, right, open the medical pouch. And he's like, yeah. And there's six vials in there. It's like Robert John, open vial two. Remove container two from Kern's first aid kit. Repeat. Container. He throws it on the floor for some reason or drops it. I don't know. Um, he drops it. He dro- <laughs> I was absolutely pissing myself when he dropped it. <laughs> so he drops it. Why has he dropped it? The tablets have gone everywhere, and it's like Robert John, pick up one pill. So he goes down the slowest way to pick up this pill is so awkward you could clearly tell it's an extra trying to use like some awkward like like trying to pick up because he's got like three fingers for a hand yeah so so imagine like that's not easy imagine using bolt cutters to try and pick up an aspirin it's like that that's kind of how i imagine the actors i reckon they would have had something similar like that where obviously it's not fucking bolt cutters that would be mental um but he picks it up uh, and it's like Open his helmet. And I'm like, he's dead if he opens it, surely. So he opens it. Um, yeah. He's like, uh, <laughs> put the tablet in his mouth, Robert John, and then get some water and just pour it all over his face. Um, and then he's yeah. like, quickly close the helmet. So he's pouring this water all over him. <laughs> um, again, really awkward. You could tell whoever's handling that, it's like, this is, you know. So cumbersome, this suit. Um, and then he tries to close a helmet and he misses the <laughs> little clip thing. I'm like, this is genuinely the shittest robot. <laughs> when he tried to close it and it didn't close and he's kind of just like really awkwardly stiff, like just slapping at it and eventually shuts. I was like, that's brilliant they've left that in. I love that. And yet, despite the shitness of this robot, he's saved their he lives. He saved their twice. lives, yeah. Unbelievable! Um, well done, Robot so John. So, Robot John is a, <laughs> is a real highlight, but Robot mm. John is not the most robotic delivery uh, of lines <laughs> in this film. I think it's Captain Captain William Lockhart. Right? <laughs> you know, good all American name mm. there. This is dubbed. So the the original actor is is Russian. I think it's <clears> originally a Russian film. The original actor is Russian. That's fine, but it's dubbed by American actors. I'd have thought. And yet this guy clearly has a Russian accent mm. and and English is not a strong language of his because his intonation is all over the place. I'm, I'm going to include an example. <laughs> Boy, it sure feels strange to have weight. Yes, it does seem strange. That's sure. But it's nice and solid. <laughs> well, I don't know about you. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Well, there's also what, that bit where, that? It, where he first like stands up and he's like, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> should we film that again? No. <laughs> so whoa. good. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. Um. The other other bizarrely delivered lines as as Kern and Sherman are dying, one of them, one of them just starts muttering. Mathematics, mathematics. The, there is a there is a chance that mathematics will, will prove us. The math mathematics. 
Uh, Why? What is he on about? What's Robot what's John supposed to do with that? Fucking hell. Must continue to work the laws of mathematics. There's always a precise probability mathematics might prove. Mathematics might. Uh. <laughs> Barely pick Just a tablet him, off the give floor. Give us the tablet, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other absolutely classic line, this might be my favourite, is after the the backup crew of Andre, Captain Bill Lockhart, um, and and Hans, some guy called Hans for some reason. Yeah, why not? Um, after they save Kern and Sherman, um, and they engage in some uh, witty banter, <laughs> repartee. The banter's um, so bizarre. He goes, I never thought I'd see your face again. <laughs> we save him. And he and insults he us. <laughs> no, we no, should have saved. We should have saved. Kern's robot, robot instead. instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and again, it's a sad moment as well because you've got Sherman, I'm assuming, and he looks at Robot John just floating away in the lava, definitely dead. Um, definitely dead. Staring for ages. And then just a little tear <laughs> just coming down his face, just a solitary tear. Uh, I mean, sad. he says something like, he says, he says, even though he was only circuitry, his last words were dad or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> uh, it might not be dad, but it's something like that. It burns. <laughs> Oh dear. Why did you give me feeling? <laughs> I, I was going to save this for my blueberry score, but I think it needs to be discussed a little bit. <clears throat> is that there is, throughout this film, a constant, like, dissonant howling sound mm. throughout the entire thing. Like, every scene on Venus, which is like 80% of the film. There's this 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 howling noise, and it's really loud to the point that sometimes it was hard to hear dialogue. So difficult, and to it's hear. horrible. Yeah, it's like a ringing in your ears the entire time. I was genuinely delighted it was only seventy-five minutes long or something. Because <clears throat> so the the irony of this wailing in the film, and now I'm sitting here recording a podcast with <laughs> Ella just screaming in the other room. At least with this film, it's over in an hour and 15 minutes. When this podcast finishes, back to that. I reckon that pretty much covers it, mate. Is there anything else that you desperately wanted to talk about? Or can we blueberry this thing? Uh, let's blue bit. Let's blue bit. Let's do it. Um, all right, I'll let, I'll let you go first. I think, I think you're going to be close to recommending that other people watch this film. <laughs> I won't go that far. Um, there are there's tiers of film that we've reviewed here. Um, there's the Stonewaller Zero Bloobers that are just terrible. That should just be burned. Like no one should watch them. Like the Great Purge of video nasties in the early nineties in the UK. Okay, there was a good reason for that, um, but. Uh, but honestly, like Fred, Sextuplets, uh, Leo the Lion, although 
I'm getting more fond, getting nostalgia thinking about I, Leo the Lion now. I, yeah, I, wanna, I, I sort of want to watch that again. <laughs> um, but but they're Zero Bloob movies. You then get the one bloobers that are like, they're just shit. Like, they're shit films. And actually, um, but they have their moments. You know, they have their moments. And then you get the the so bad that they're good films, the two bloob films, um, of which we've probably watched like three now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say this sits in the one bloob category. The biggest problem okay. I have with this film, there are elements of it where, and if you are going to watch any of this film, I mean, look, we watch them so you don't have to. That's you know that's the slogan. But if you decide that you want to watch any of this film, the first three minutes of this film, a bizarre, slow, dry uh, mm-hmm. intro and discussion about space exploration. It is so dry, so dry. Um, and I was like, why has that taken three minutes before the film starts? And then there's mm. there's another part in the middle, and I'm ca- I can't quite remember what part it is, but then there was another part that pulled me straight back into that problem where you've got the Venusian women carrying Robot John. Um, they're carrying him and trying to set him up for a good three or four minutes. I'm like, why is this taking so long? They yeah. must have a minute quota because, honestly, it's like I've never known a film to string out moments like it. So having said that, um, I do think this film is trying to do some interesting things. You know, considering it's, it was made in 1968, this film, and mm-hmm. yes, the effects are shit. They are shit. Um, but at least it's not it's not run of the mill. The story isn't run of the mill. And but yeah, but on the whole, um, it's got probably the worst delivery of lines uh, we've ever seen. Suppose they saw the ship, got frightened, then donned their lizard costumes, eh? Then jumped up and down to spook us away. <laughs> what possible story could explain it better? Huh? <laughs> no, you're the winner. And I, I really I sat there and thought about um, uh, American Poltergeist. You know, I mean, that was the, the delivery in that is shocking. Um, and maybe that is worse. This given, is worse. Yeah, Do you reckon? Yeah, it was 68, though. It's 1968. Mm. I think it, it was... Yeah, but they, they still knew how to talk in 1968. No, but like, a lot of the films back... Like... No, but there are classic films that you would watch back then and go, that's weird acting. Hey you. Maybe. Hey you. You're like no one talks like that. Yeah. But back then they did. Yeah. Um, and also it was the atmosphere of of Venus. Yeah, it's on the throat. Isn't it? So um, so yeah, I'm going to give it one bloob. I'm surprised you didn't go two bloobs. Uh, I thought that's where you were leaning. Um, again, because no, you're it's passing not... a lot of your good ideas onto this no, but, onto but, the blank okay, canvas but... of this film. No, fine, but. Well, look, I mean, I think 
the fundamental flaws of this film are they come from the splicing the the americanization of this film like i reckon that russian one the russian version was probably all right yeah um film about some people who go to venus sort of crash and then their mates come to try and rescue them um and they have a robot that's all good that's fine not not a problem with any of that um and you'd assume that when he finds that woman in the rock you just see because it, yeah. it obviously it looks egyptian so you you'd yeah. assume that the message there is what the egyptians once lived there and they've gone to planet earth well, or whatever it, it's all the, that film would have been all about um not necessarily egyptian no either, but but about intelligent life and about society existing mm. on venus and that's what he's excited about not that that, it, that there's some sexy woman <laughs> that he can have it away with, which is what they've turned this into, mm. and it's just that is the term that they would like, use as well. Have it away with, <laughs> mm. bonk. I can have it away with her now. Yeah, um, I'm gonna boink her. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't um, get coarse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't get coarse, please. Um, he wants to have sex and... with the woman. No, Robot John. Do not watch. Oh, was that Robot John? I thought that was Commander <laughs> Lightwood or whatever the fuck he's called. Yeah, so the problems all come from that. They all stem from that because the shots of the women lounging around um, in their in their shell bras <laughs> yeah. are nonsense. Mm. Um, I don't know why they have to... Why, why do they have to be, like, speak telepathically i don't understand that feature yeah <clears throat> but that's why anyway, that whatever. film that's why that feels like that's that's the foreign film that someone's nabbed because it's so or they yeah, can't I know. Yeah. I know they don't speak english are we gonna but, have to <laughs> but it isn't yeah it's weird it's so bizarre <laughs> and and that's why we haven't <clears throat> talked about this but that's why there are scenes with the astronauts all sort of standing around talking to each other that you can't hear and the voiceover comes over the top of it. It's like, so you can hear that they're talking to each other. It's like, <laughs> but Andre over the top is going, we were all worried about what would have happened to Kern and Sherman. Yeah, that is brilliant. I forgot, I forgot all about that. Is. That is just hilarious. Shh. It's just a watch film, unusual eh? convention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> King Hill. Yeah. Um, that, is, that is terrible filmmaking, yeah. It is, and and do you know what? Like, just fundamentally, that that noise for ninety percent of the film is just so irritating. Mm. I can't. It's awful, and for that reason, I think maybe without that, I would have had a bit of a fun time watching it with mm. a with a beer, with Robot John. <laughs> it would have been all right. I might have given it two blueberries, but it loses mm. a blueberry for that that choice of sound effect alone. Um, it's a one blueberry film mm. for me. Yeah. Um, so one bloobs all round for Voyage to the <laughs> prehistoric planet of, of women. Venusian what the women. Fuck's it <laughs> well, Voyage to the planet also, of prehistoric women. Why is it prehistoric? Like, well, th- there's a bit where they go, <laughs> they go, they go. This planet was indeed 
prehistoric. Like, yeah, of course it is. It's a planet. Yeah. It's been around for like billions of years. Yeah. They're all prehistoric. Well, that's, a... what, that's, what, yeah. that's what that term means. The area is strange. This is truly a prehistoric planet. Yeah, but they don't think it means that because there's a bit where they're like, they're panning around. So oh, it's just like, no, lots of vapour out there. Can't see anything. Go to the other window. <laughs> That's how, that's how shit it is. Go to the other window. Let's have yeah. a look through that one. Uh, just more clouds and that. Um, oh, there you go. Prehistoric. And you can just see some mountains and like greenery. It's, uh, oh, yeah, there's some prehistoric there. And it is yeah. genuinely that crude. And that, that is it. And like they just drive past. There's like a diplodocus. Yeah, they just throw dinosaurs in. Oh, I bloody knew it. Yeah. Look, dinosaurs. Yeah. Bunch of prehistoric over there. Unbelievable. Told you that. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Anyway, let's move on. Tell Good. us, mate, what it's your turn. This was this was mine. Um mm. your turn next. What are we what are we watching? Yeah. Set me some so, maybe I'm cheating this a little bit, but I've sort of had enough of phoning it in. <laughs> I've just had enough of suffering through some of these films. Now I'm gonna send you an image. Don't open it yet. Um, so the image I've, I've just sent over to you I'll read the synopsis um... <laughs> oh John put some clothes on mate <laughs> well there is a lightsaber in it so anyway so uh, this film made in 1978 so 10 years later 29% on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. uh, 4 out of 10 on IMDb, uh, okay. 3.7 out of 5 on Amazon UK, I don't really understand that, but okay, whatever. Um, so Quality film. Uh, an outlaw smuggler and her alien companion, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we've got a lead, lead female, which is good, a mm. recruited by the Emperor of and the Galaxy. getting jobs, about time. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me start again, because you've, you've spoken over me. You've killed the, the build-up. Yeah. So an outlaw... I was just, just inspired by Voyage <laughs> to the Planet of Prehistoric Women. Yeah, so as we're talking, we just got... I was waiting for John to give me his over, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, An outlaw smuggler... As I waited, I couldn't help but wonder. <laughs> Fucking hell. An outlaw smuggler and her alien companion are recruited by the Emperor of the Galaxy to protect (laughs) Earth from the evil Count Zarth Arn. Um, (laughs) Sorry, what's it called? Zarth Arn. Zarth Arn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's very, very Star Wars esque, someone might say. Um, but it's the 1978 sci-fi action hit Star Crash. Um, now, okay. have a look at the Can image I've sent you. Photo, yeah. 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 So that, uh, the image that you're looking at is Prince Simon fighting another robot. He's genuinely got a lightsaber. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll never know how stuff like this doesn't just immediately get picked up by some sort of intellectual property. Copyright. I, I, I imagine it did. Surely they've been sued. Oh, apparently not. But that, that Prince Simon, that's Dave, That's a young David Hasselhoff. 
<laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Um, they've done Which the old. Which one is he? <laughs> he's not the he's not the robot. Um, that's Robot John's son. Yeah, um, that's Robot John after he's put in some work at the gym. He's lost a, <laughs> lost a few kgs. Yeah, after he's after rehab. Um, but yeah, so an outlaw smuggler goes to rescue a young prince. Yeah, so they're subverting the old uh, expectations created by Star Wars there. You know, clever that flipped it on its head. Han Solo is now Hannah Solo. Um, that's not her name nice. in a film. Jesus, they definitely get sued. Um, but you know, she's Prince, got an alien. Prince Lee. <laughs> yeah, Prince Lee, Hannah Solo, and her alien companion, Flu Smacker. <laughs> A nice female, nice feminine name. Yeah, yeah, hairless, a big, no, a small, hairless alien called Flu Smacker. Um, yeah. So yeah, so Star Crash. What terrible Star name Crash. as well. Um, what is it called, Star Crash? Yeah. So what's this like? Two years after Star Wars, or a year after Star Wars? Star Wars was seventy-seven. Oh, this is seventy-eight. So, <clears throat> so there you go. Such a cash grab. Cool. Um, and I'm I'm keen to watch it. So that's our next film, and it's on Amazon Prime. If you, if you go, if you wish to go and watch it, it's on Amazon Prime now. Try and navigate your way through nope. the interface that is Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, I can yeah. can you imagine like how many how many misinformed mums would have brought home a VHS of Star Crash instead of Star Wars for their <laughs> their 10 year old son yeah yeah um i will say this i watched the first 60 seconds last night um Mm. just because i wanted to get a feel of how camp this was um and there's a bit where there's a guy goes down in a lift and it's all like oh yeah um gets out the lift walks down a hallway films the whole thing I'm like, fucking hell, what is this obsession with long scenes when nothing happens? Why have they done that? It's like they're going, no, look, this is this is a real place. He's walking down that hallway. That hallway exists. It's not just a picture. So, right, okay. Um, you can tell he's a real person because look at him brushing his teeth and then he gargles his mouthwash afterwards and then he puts on his T-shirt. Why have added sound effects? It's a toothbrush. So, yeah. So Star Crash will be our next worst of Netflix. I am eager, eagerly anticipating that. Um, when's that going to be? At some point. Yeah, it's going to be soon, Just right? One day. It's going to be soon. Yeah, yeah, one day soon. Yeah, one day soon. Yeah, if someone messages um, us and says, "Look, I need this now because you know some things are happening in my personal life. I need to listen to this episode now," then we'll deliver yeah. it immediately. But until then, yeah. no, you have to wait. Until we can be bothered to record it. With that, I will say farewell to you, um, Robot John. Farewell. It's been fun. I'm looking forward to Star Crash. Mm. Um, Thank you very much for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, please do. We're on all the usual platforms. The Facebook, (laughs) um, the Twitter, and the Instagram. We're on all of them. So get on that. Fan Um, critical on any of those. Patreon. 
have a look at that as well. Patreon.com forward slash fan critical. Oh, he, rem- he remembers um, the address for the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us money on that. Um, the other ones are free. So, yeah. you know, you can join in on there if mm. you want. It's all it's all fun and games. But um, thank you. Good. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm worried about him. <laughs> so you really found proof there were people on this planet. Hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs>